Hello, my beautiful and sweet friend. Thank you for coming back and having another chat with me. I know you see a strange human being here next to me. Um, I'm sorry, but I had to drag my baby brother along. This no, nobody, nobody needed to get dragged anywhere. I was invited, you know. So like, just no. Had to pull I think up. I think you kept pestering me. No, I no, and I, hey, hey, hey. I only do that sometimes. According to my recollection, according to my memory, um, you kept pestering me to be on the pod. So here we are. Uh, I had this idea actually a while back. It was one of the first ideas I had about. Thank you. About um being poor and discussing being poor but i figured chris would join me especially because we we've both moved out so we like we're not poor anymore is what i'm trying to say but before we begin discussing and answering questions that we were given um we just wanted to give a disclaimer that mom and dad always did provide what we needed in the end so even though we were really poor like lower class actually dude i think we hit the poverty line I don't know. Probably. I think so because our the schools would give us. Oh, okay. So we have we have lots of stories. <laughs> anyway, yeah. no, we did hit the poverty line. Um, but my parents did try hard to provide us with whatever they could. <laughs> Sorry, my grandma. With whatever they could, um, with the resources they had at the time. So, anyways, let's continue. Um, I'm not gonna introduce Chris. We're not gonna talk about you. We'll talk about me later. On the 15th, 16th episode, he'll be the next family member I introduce. <laughs> the first question. Was our private jet white or silver? You know, it's a great, great question. Uh, I'd have to say it was white when it wasn't so cloudy. And then it was silver to contrast the clouds. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> Tips on how to save money. I still don't know how to do that. Chris is a better saver. Layla's the best. Our sister Layla's the best saver, but I, I don't save. Tips on how to save money. I mean, what I try to do nowadays is like, I'll select like an amount of money, but it can't be a lot. Because like, let's say, let's say that you get paid like what, like $500 a check. You, it, I mean, it depends on what you're saving for. If it's something big, then you got to give yourself like a $50 limit a week or Nah, I feel like a hundred is too much. But give yourself a limit every week with an amount of money, and then just try to like go th- go the week, you know, slowly spending that. Because if you don't give yourself a limit, you'll just be like, oh, I can just I got money in the bank, like I'll just use my card whenever. Yeah. And you'll like end up spending a lot more money than you should be spending. So I think like that's the biggest thing that helps me is just setting a limit every every week. Yeah, I'm really bad at spending money in, in the sense that I actually spend way more than I should. Anyways, next question. How can you fit nice clothes into a teeny budget when you need them? Thrifting. Yeah, we thrifted a lot. That's where I got my skills and obsession from because I'm not used to paying. I don't even like paying $10 for a t-shirt. Like, I like to pay way less. Whereas Chris... Well... Actually... It's not so much... I mean, like thrifting, yeah. Like you find a lot of good things in thrifting. Never underrate thrifting. But another thing you should try doing is going to your favorite stores and looking at discounted stuff, mm-hmm. like clearances. Like you save so much money from that, and you'll have like brand new clothes. Cause like growing up, I didn't really like thrifting. Like Mm-mm. I was just one of those people that, even though I was poor, like you know, <laughs> I didn't really like thrifting. And um, 
So I would go to like Belk and stuff. And I, I like the belt because, you know, it's more like, you know, white southern clothes that I used to wear. Um, still still wear. wear. Yeah, still wear. But, you know, they had a bunch of good deals and stuff. And like growing up, like when I was in high school, we'll get to this a little later because I think there's a question relating to this. But, you know, I would just try to go there. And I mean, all the stuff I usually wore to school was all new, but it was yeah. all like cheap. It wasn't expensive. I think that we can answer that now. Oh, what, what, what were you was were gonna question? say? Because it's related to clothes. Because you were about to say that any money you you made, you you only bought clothes. Yeah, with, but right? what was the other question? The, it's not in here. I don't think so. Your response to financial. Okay, wait. We're not gonna read the questions right now. But I I said that you could fit into this one. I think. Yeah. Anyways, what were you gonna say? Well, I was just going to say that, like, when we were in high school, like, in 10th grade or something, because we used to work, we, when we were a lot younger, like, when I was, like, in 8th grade, we just moved to Tacoa, we worked with an older brother during the summer, and he'd give us money, you know, for working for him, obviously, and, like, we would just spend all of that money on, like, school, I mean, yeah, school supplies and, like, clothes and shoes for that year, and then, like... Um, then we started working for another brother and like I think the least we made with him like a week was like 20 bucks something like that because we would only work one day whenever we made that much and like just with that I was able to buy like my own clothes throughout high school yeah and like I didn't rely on my parents to buy me any any clothes they would like you know get me stuff and I'd wear them obviously like when my mom would find like a good thrift find but like for the most part i bought my own clothes and that was on the 20 dollar a week budget so yeah that's true we're gonna answer cindy's question last <laughs> because i have to go through my dms um let's say you have 12 dollars, no gas need food and hungry what to do what do you do you don't have any gas um you buy a bunch of ramen maruchan yeah, yeah, you walk. You gotta walk. Sorry, sir. You gotta walk if you ain't got no gas. Because <laughs> we ain't spending money on gas. Yeah, we're just walking at this point. Well, we did live... Okay, so we live, used to live in the ghetto. Yay. Um, and down the road, there was a gas station that was very scary. But... Wait, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Actually, the next question. <laughs> did you go hungry? Or ever had moments when you guys went hungry? <laughs> yeah. It One only time. happened once. One time. It only happened once. It was only one day, too. And it wasn't really anyone's fault, because, like, you know, stuff happened. But, yes, we did, once. I had never been more happy to see McDonald's in my life. And all we got was a McChicken. We got one McChicken. (laughs) It hit. It hit different, yes. That was wonderful. That's that's what I was going to say, though. We didn't have... um, I remember that full day of hunger. My mom tried taking us to the park to distract ourselves from the hunger. <laughs> and, um, yeah, we were trying to not think about it. Because we have to keep in mind, like, we just moved to Tacoa. No, you're wrong. No, we did No, you're wrong, Melanie. We were living in Gainesville, right? And then I remember one weekend, you know, we had bought the house in Tacoa. And then I remember that one weekend, because my dad was already working in Tacoa, so... My mom was like, oh, we should go to Tacoa just to, like, be there a day or so. 
or something like that just for like a family vacation thing kind of and i was like okay and we all went and um something happened like with the way with my dad's bank account like he didn't get paid like the money got sent to somebody else's account or something like that so we didn't have any money because we were kind of like banking on having that because in Tacoa we had like no food and stuff because we didn't live there and and I remember that um uh so my dad had gone to work and then we stayed there and basically that whole day we were just at that house because we had to wait for we couldn't go back to Gainesville because we had my we were waiting on my dad to come back from work so then we would all just go back home and uh we had um we found like a like a little jar of uh wait wait wait. we gotta wait that wait for the next question remember what was it the nastiest meal no i mean it's the same thing bro okay Anywho, because it's asking if we ever went hungry, so might as well tell the story. Yeah, might as well. Wonderful and, times. Um, yeah, we found, like, my dad had, like, this, like, little, like, jar of, like, peppers or something like that. The pepperoncini. Hey, they were good, though. I, don't, I hate peppers, the, the but one, they slapped. The ones that they sell, that they have at um, Steak and Shake. Oh, yeah, those. Yeah, those peppers. They're really good. Yeah, we, we ate some of those, and then, like... My mom went to the uh, gas station to go get milk. You know, the gas station Melanie was talking about. Yeah, the ghetto one. And, uh, the scary one. Yeah, we, dr- we drank some of that. I like milk, but, like, that day, you know, I could have used a lot more than milk. And then, like, finally my dad came back. He His shift ended, like, at, what, five or six? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, we were just uh, very, very, very hungry people. Because I know we still lived in Gainesville because when he came back, we all went back to Gainesville, and I remember, like, I went ham on everything we had at home. I made maruchan, I made mac and cheese, I was eating all the bread, oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 that makes sense, I remember that. No, but he, okay, so, when my mom and I were walking down the road to the ghetto gas station, my mom was talking about how she's gonna <laughs> beg the cashier to give us free food. <laughs> And um, in the moment that we were going to go there, we were literally walking. My dad pulls up in the opposite direction in his truck, and he holds out a McDonald's bag. I don't think I've ever ran that fast <laughs> to retrieve the goods. And it was, yes, it was wonderful. Um, but then it goes back. So, okay, so McDonald's reminds me of this. Because it's like, define what's poor, right? And... That was one question I guess you can answer now. What makes one think they're poor compared to whom or what? Well, what made what made one rich? At the time, we thought anybody with a two-story house was rich. It didn't matter. I mean, it kind of didn't matter with the area. But, like, if you had a nice house. For us, a nice house was a two-story home. Heck, it could have been a one-story home. No, yeah. Honestly, for me, I thought people had money when they had, like, a you know a a nice house and by that i don't mean it for it to be big it could be like a small house but like the painting and all the furnishing outside is like perfect yeah and like everything inside like it's like not old furniture you know Mm -hmm. and um it got air conditioning heating Uh, insulation water no holes in the walls like to me that that's the person that had money i ain't gonna lie (laughs) exactly um they had ceilings yeah (laughs) let's not forget about that it's very important because when we bought the house up north in Tacoa, stop shaking. 
It's not gonna pick yes, it up. Yes, it's gonna pick it oh up. Oh my god! Because of the cable. <sighs> Anyways. Let's switch seats, bro. No, no, no. We're not switching. Sit, st just stay calm. See, look, this is the cable, and it's gonna pick it up. Chris, look, just you're making so much over, noise. Just move this over, You no. can edit this out. <sighs> there. Okay, we moved the cable. It's fine. Um, oh. what were we saying? Oh, rich. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So they had a nice house. Ceiling. But I mean, obviously, we know what like what was actually rich. Like, one of the homies that went we went to school with, that drove a BMW to school, and uh, yeah, they had money. Yeah, we knew they the house money. that he type of house he was living in. Like, we knew like we still knew the different like you know classes. Yeah, we having money and stuff like. That. I think we just wish we had at least middle class. I, I think we just wish we were at least middle class. Yeah. Because, like I was saying, when we bought the house in Tokoa, um, it was still, it wasn't working at all. I mean, not that it wasn't working. It wasn't finished. It was a big fixer-upper. My dad had to redo all the plumbing and all the electrical work on his own, basically, right? Yeah, basically. And that took some time. So, imagine living in a shell of a house and you only had one outlet and the outlet was actually a large electrical um, extension cord that ran from your neighbor's house all the way to your house, which really there's not that much feet in between. And that was our only source of light. We had one outlet and it was borrowed. <laughs> I think that's illegal, but <laughs> that was hey, a long time we, ago. We, we paid for it. We, yeah, paid, we, we, we paid for uh, With, like $20. <laughs> um, and so I remember when we first moved and we didn't have any light. I had to wake up early for school and it was my first day of school. And we had just moved out of a two-story home. Um, and the, it was a nice home. Our from best what it house. Was, our be the best house we've ever lived in as a family. And we had, I remember that, so, so my dad is making decent money. My grandma was living with us. So like her money plus my dad's money helped. And um, my mom would go out and, and she would buy us new shoes, new shoes, like, probably every tax season. I don't, I don't remember. But anyways, that was a luxury at the time. Now, now looking back at it. But I had bought my, my mom made me, bought me these blue shiny Toms when Toms were really popular. And um, I was going to wear those to my first day of school and my skinny, my skinny jeans, I think. And a sweater that I thought matched my shoes, but they didn't end up matching at all. So, and I blame that because I didn't, could not see myself at all. It was so dark in the house. But yeah, I looked like a fool whenever I went to school because I didn't have light. <laughs> Great story. And then, um, it was like that for at least four months, four or five months. And then finally we had, but we always had running water at least from the sink. And then um, we didn't have, we actually didn't take our first official shower since moving from our previous home, like October, November, December, January, February, March, April, until seven months into living into this new home. Or, quote unquote, new to us. So that was nice. That was our first shower, was nice. Hey, like, it was cold. Wait, what, what month did you say it was in? It was April. Okay, yeah, it was that April. makes sense. It was still cold outside. We, we obviously don't have any, uh, you know, heating inside. And uh, let me see. And in our bathroom, we didn't have any insulation. 
but I woke up early that morning before school and I mm-hmm. took a shower and it felt so good. Yeah, it did. Because keep in mind, before that, we would take showers at our neighbor's house. I would try to go once a week. And then sometimes... Uh, we'd go to our friend's house. Yeah. Um, before certain meetings that we went to or like for school or something. And then... But before that, like if we had nowhere to go or didn't want to bother anybody, we would take a bath in like a five gallon tub the water was warm though yep because we boiled the water and oh it was, in the fireplace in the yeah. fireplace we boiled the, the water in the fireplace that was nice and but the but you have to keep in mind it's like the blue lagoon if you've ever been there you have a hundred degree um temperature of the water contrasting like 20 degrees of the actual atmosphere you're bathing in because it was really cold there was at least 30 30 degrees so we would be bathing in the kitchen 30 degrees but the water was nice so that's what we would do most of the time and that's how we bathed for like seven months until we got our first shower and that was nice nice. are you gonna answer that one yeah, the next question is your response to when your financial status was pointed out by classmates. Yay. You want to answer it first or me? Because um, I got my answer. Yeah, you can answer first. All right. So interesting thing about that question. Shockingly, surprisingly, call it what you wanted. Um, a lot of people at school thought that we had money. Yeah. Like a lot of people did. And, like, I was never one to try to, like, fake it off. Like, you know, I had money because I think that's Dumb. disgusting. But, um, okay. yeah, like, I didn't, like, I don't, I mean, I just, I never really saw any point in trying to fake who I am. But, like, I I was previously saying that, um, you know, we worked for, for one of a family friends. And I would just use all that money in, like, either, like, food or, and stuff like that or mm-hmm. in clothes. So, like, most of the clothes that I had was, like, new or thrifted. But, you know, we don't really, like, we know how to thrift. We've been doing it for a while. So, you know, we'd buy, like, stuff that wasn't that old and worn out. And um, at school, I never really had anyone ask me if I was, like, broke or something. Because, like, you just couldn't tell. Because, I mean, I think it helps with the way that we were raised up. Like, the way that our, our, the morals and that my mom and dad instilled in us growing up like we always like dressed well mm-hmm. and um yeah like i would tell people because like our street that we lived in everyone knew that was the ghetto yeah so like i would tell my friends like i had no shame i'd be like yeah like i live in the ghetto and i remember like for the most part my friends at school like all of their fa- parents had money like that's what i was gonna say they were all like you know well off and I would tell them, I'd be like, yeah, like, I live on Pond Street. And they'll be like, I remember one of my friends, he was like, he got mad. He's like, nah, bro, don't say that. And I was like, what do you mean? I was like, I live there. And he's like, no, bro, like, don't be joking around like that. You can't be, you got to be grateful for your, what you have. Don't be calling yourself, like, you know, poor and stuff. I was like, bro, I literally <laughs> live there. <laughs> like, I really don't think he believed me until one day he told me. He's like, oh, yeah, I passed by your house during the summer. I saw you outside. And I was like, see, I told you I lived out there. And he's like, I don't know, man. I just couldn't believe it at the time. <laughs> yep. For me, um, it never really came up. I mean, I don't really care. 
I think... I don't think it was honestly even mentioned because it would have been more obvious had there been these big trips and field trips like in middle school and elementary school where they're like, go to DC, but you know, I didn't have money or anything. So it didn't, it really wasn't brought up that much for me. Um, because like I said, and Chris has mentioned, I would also spend all my money on shoes. I mean, on clothes, shoes, and food. So I would always have a nicer backpack or um, shoes that did not reflect at all where I was living or how much money we actually had in the bank account. So once we started learn, like once we started working, um, we would use all our money for that. So it really wasn't brought up. And and it's not that like we didn't spend our money on important stuff. I mean, I kind of always saw it as me like helping out my family just by like buying my own stuff. That's what like, mom would say too. Yeah, because she would always be like, I mean to them they always thought it was a waste if i spent my money on video games but you know i try to budget that in somehow because you know i needed my video games but yeah i would always like try to like buy my own stuff because they they rarely ever did like in the following years but i didn't have a problem with that because you know i like my style and stuff like that so what's the nastiest meal you had to eat because you couldn't get anything else so we wouldn't I mean, I, I told Melanie when we read that question, we should just change it to, like, what are some of our struggle foods that we would make? Because obviously we wouldn't eat anything nasty. If I didn't like it, I wasn't going to eat it. But let me see. I was telling I was telling Chris, I remember brown sugar. <laughs> yeah, basically, you grab a piece of white bread. Um, put butter put, on yeah, it. Yeah, put butter on it, and heat it up, it, yeah. and then put sugar on top. But it, it, it tasted good. good. Yeah, it tasted good. If you good. wanted a donut, that was a good alternative. And then also we would eat... Um, oh, yeah, oh, saltine crackers. Saltine crackers. You put sour cream in on top of it, and then put, like, salsa valentina, which yes. is some type of hot sauce. It's so good. Yeah. Really, really good. And Chris was talking about something about jelly oh, and cereal. Yeah. I don't but know. I only did, uh, yeah, that was nasty. That was the only time I did it though. But that was nasty. Like I remember one time, like I didn't, I didn't like fr- cornflakes, like regular cornflakes growing up. I like them now, like I really do, cause I like milk. But yeah, I like. We would always put like sugar on top of cornflakes. But I think a lot of people do that. It's not really like a poor person thing. But we didn't have any sugar. So then I was like, well, I mean, might as well, like, put some, like, grape jelly. I mean, not grape jelly, strawberry jelly, because I was like, I really like strawberry jelly. But that junk was nasty. Like, ugh, t- did not taste well. I didn't even eat it. I just threw it out. Yeah. Then, um, Sydney the Great asked a question. What beneficial, oh, sorry, what beneficial life lessons did you learn through being poor that you don't think you would have learned otherwise um being very grateful for the basic bare essentials um for me personally like i remember when i first got married and i had heat in my apartment because i got i got married when i was i mean i got married in january so it was pretty cold so I don't know if I told you this, but whenever I first moved in and Danny was at work, like I was just crying because I had heat and I knew <laughs> you didn't guys. Tell me. <laughs> and I knew you guys didn't because I felt so bad. Like I felt like guilty in a way. So just being grateful for that simple air conditioning, having running water and electricity at all times. 
sometimes I'd come home from school and we just didn't, we just couldn't pay the light bill. We just couldn't pay the water bill sometimes for a month. So we had to learn to um, be very creative with that in a way. So being, having the basic bare essential stuff and then, yeah, I guess just being grateful for that for me. Well, yeah, I agree with Melanie on that. Because um, I feel like it kind of teaches you something in a way. Because for me, I never saw it as a bad thing. Because, you know, it was us as a family. Like, if it was just me struggling, like, doing it on my own, then, yeah, I'd be pessimistic about it. But, you know, I always try to see, like, the bright side of things. And, like, um, one of the things that helped me the most, like, going through all of that was just, like, seeing my little brother and sister. Like, they were a lot younger than us, and they didn't care. And like, I was just like, well, if they, they're like living through it, then I should be fine too. But um, I think one of the things is it draws you closer to your family just cause you're going through that. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, close family unity still is always a great thing. Um, yeah, you're grateful for everything that you have, even when you like, you know, move out and stuff. Yeah. And it kind of like trains you in a way to endure stuff like that. Cause like, since I've moved in with my sister, like, we, I came back from work one day and there wasn't any light. And then, like, and I, it wasn't nobody's fault. It's just, uh, I think a power line got hit, remember? Yeah, yeah. During the summer. Yeah, and it was hot, right? And I remember I came inside and I was just chilling. Like, I was like, <laughs> I mean, I've been through this in way worse before. So I was like, I'm straight. Yep. And, um, you know, like, it, Cause there are things that you can't control, like even if you have enough money. Obviously, I would never want to, uh, you know, put my family, like if I get married and stuff, or put my family and like children through that. So, but I mean, there's just things like, what if there's a storm or something mm-hmm. like that so you can't control, and you're going through that. Like I feel like I'd handle it a lot better than most people would. Same yeah, thing for like the rest of my family. Cause even there's. And not to talk badly about Danny, but he, you could just tell a big difference between me and him when it comes to the simple things. And I would just joke around and call Danny bougie man and and Hannah, one of my good friends, would call him Mr. Manhattan because his mom is a very elegant, sophisticated woman. That's my mother-in-law. So she's always been very, she's always had what she needed plus more for her children. So they were, I wouldn't say well off, but they were like middle, middle. They were well off. They were well off. Upper middle at one point, which is nice. So Danny was always used to like every every sink had filtered water. He would shower with filtered water. Like he was, he never had a struggle. I don't, he's never had a struggle in his life. And that's good because his mom struggled a lot. She's basically built her own self up from nothing, which is awesome. But, yeah, so whenever we moved, Danny would complain about the smallest things that didn't matter to me because I'm like, wow, that's, like, nothing. Like, Like, (laughs) I think one of the biggest things that we really don't care about, like, not saying that we lived in a dump or anything like that, but they would just pop up on occasion for, like, cockroaches. Like, I'll see one and I'll stomp that like sucker down like I really don't care but like some people are like terrified of them like Danny's horribly afraid of cockroaches 
he has screamed like a little girl anytime he has seen them. Like the first time I, he saw one and I was with him, I thought that he literally cut off one of his fingers. No, he just saw a baby cockroach. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> that's not a big deal. So little things like that is just, um, we're, we're, I think I would always say the Gantis kids are built tough. That's what I always yeah. say. Like in all ways, but especially in, um, economically speaking, we can just, oh, and I guess we're so used to having, you know, maybe $20 in the bank account. And that's all we had for a week with my family, but we, pu- we pulled through, we made it. And I feel like Danny needs a specific safe number in the bank account so that he doesn't start stressing. But with me, even if we have $100 for a week, that to me is more than enough. I'm totally fine. But Danny starts stressing. So it's also the differences between what and how we stress and why we stress over money, too. I think those are all the questions, though. Let me make sure. Um, yep. Oh, well, we've already related a lot of the experiences about being poor. But it doesn't matter because we're so close to the time break anyways. So, again, thank you so much for listening. Um, Thank you, big brother. Um, I thank you guys for having me on here. It's been a real pleasure. Uh, you meet in our coffee shop. We're meeting at a coffee shop. Yeah, it's nice, it nice for, you. for you to introduce me to your friend. My friend, good job, good job. You know, the one that you always talk to every Monday yeah, for some weird reason. Yeah, we just, we, just, we just chatted up. We're just chopping it up OD, right? Yeah, and I mean, our introduction should have been made like a long time ago. Because like, I remember when Melanie first started this uh, podcast thing. She was like, "Oh my goodness, we could have a we could have an episode where we talk about being poor." And I was like, "That's like one of the first episode ideas I've heard of." And it's like one of the last ones that was made. No, cuz this will continue. I mean, yeah, I know that, but like it's it the just most took recent three one. 3 months. Okay. Anyways, TTYL. Bye love. Bye. Say bye love. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs>